your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of Locked On NHL. I am your host from Locked On Avalanche, Chris Maselli, with me as always from Locked On Lightning, Adam Denker. And on today's episode, we are going to be looking at each conference. Uh, I know this is normally the Thursday power ranking edition. We're going to do that with a little bit of grain of salt, but we'll, we'll, we'll look at the Eastern Conference. We'll look at the Western Conference. We'll kind of break everything down, where teams stand, who we're excited about, who we think can make a charge in the playoffs. And then for next week, just a little bit of foreshadowing, since this is really like, you know, the last, well, the second to last week of the season. Uh, you know, with next week, probably most things locked up with the exception of probably, you know, the, the West wildcard uh, standings, we will kind of shift gears just for the last week and kind of do a power ranking with the awards around the league. Who's in first, second and third for kind of the major awards. So something to look forward to for next week. But right now, Let's bring in Mr. Adam Denker, and I think we're going to start with the Western Conference, uh, and because we'll get to the East in the next segment. Everything is set up in the East. Every, everything is clinched. In the West, not so much. So, uh, you know, there's still teams fighting, not just for the wild card. In the Pacific, the only team that's clinched is Calgary. So everything else is still up for grabs. Uh, on which means obviously those two wild card spots are up for grabs. So right now you have Edmonton sitting in second place with 96 points. You have uh, the Kings in third place with 92 points. And those pesky, annoying Vegas Golden Knights just won't go away at 89 points. And then, you know, you have the wild card with Nashville and Dallas mixed in there, too. Uh, th- th- this is the fun part of being a hockey fan of seeing this many teams still in it, uh, right down to the wire. And you can even throw Vancouver in there if you wanted to with 87 points. Yeah. Uh, it- it's definitely the most exciting. And-, and I think I have you to blame for this. I think I, at, at first I was originally on, on the train of, <laughs> Come on, uh, let's. I, I want to see Vegas continue uh, their playoff streak. But you've like in recent weeks oh. just turned me full heel on, on the <laughs> on the Knights. Uh, you know yeah. they're six three and one of the last ten. But at the same time, we said last week or the week before, whatever the last show was, uh, was that you know Vegas, regardless if they win out, still aren't completely in control of their own destiny. And you know it's never a good situation in any sport where you have to rely on other teams. Uh, to kind of help you out because that's that's never something you want to do and and but in the process of going full heel on Vegas I have fallen in love with the Lightning's and I have to pull up my Lightning uh, their their 2020 Stanley Cup opponents the Dallas Stars who I just every about everything about this team from Jason Robertson to 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 just Tyler Sagan just you know seeing him really mold into a leader the last couple of years and just Jamie Ben obviously doing Jamie Ben things. Uh, you never expect a superstar like him to constantly be in fights as, as often as he is. And really, uh, in, in that stacked West, I mean, Dallas has really just played fantastic hockey in recent months. And, and hopefully they could continue it into the last week and pull out that last wildcard spot over Vegas. 
They, uh, I mean, overall, they have been playing well. They, they have lost their last two, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, but they are in <clears throat> the second wildcard position right now, two behind Nashville. So, you know, two behind Dallas is Vegas. Dallas does have that game in hand, so that helps them yeah. um, over Vegas. But uh, if you listen to Lockdown Avalanche, um, Kyle and I did a segment uh, last week, <clears throat> excuse me, where we, we were talking about how all these people want to see or who, who will who will the Avalanche have in, in the first round. And, and obviously that's still up in the air. And everybody wants to just think that if Vegas gets in, all of a sudden, miraculously, they're just going to turn it on. Yeah. And and just make their way, you know, like hot knife through butter through the Western Conference. And I, I had it was uh, David Backus, who was on a radio show, <clears throat> who had to kind of sit up and say, like, why do we think that? Why do we think because after 82 games of of struggle for Vegas, yeah. that if they make the playoffs by, you know, some minor miracle and they get in on the last day of the season and they sneak in. Why do we, why do we do that? Why do we just think that team, we know what they are. We know what they've been for 82 games. And then all of a sudden when they get in, it's just, you know, they're going to take like, you know, the red pill or the blue pill and then just be, you know, that much better than Colorado where they're going to just wipe the ice with them. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get the thinking. I mean, Vegas could still get in very much so. And you and you know, that's what you're going to hear. You you know, you're going to hear watch out for Vegas. And it's everything that they've done in the past when this team struggles. I'm sorry. They 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 made some boneheaded moves and they are they're They're struggling for it. They're still in it. But they made those moves with the anticipation of this is going to take us from from already a playoff team to maybe fighting for a president's trophy. That was yeah. their thinking. And I understand that thinking, but it's failed. It's failed. And you could say it's failed miserably. And again, they still might get in, but that's not what they wanted to do. They didn't want to get into the playoffs like by the skin of their teeth on the 82nd game of the season. So, I mean, our head's going to roll after this season. I, you tell me, I don't know. Uh, most likely, yes, if they don't make the playoffs. Uh, we've, we've seen that Vegas has no qualms about trading leaders and, and, and big-name players on a yearly basis. So why, 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 why is the, the front office safe and, and the coaches safe? Uh, I, I think really where Vegas went wrong, and we've spoken about the whole Eichel situation, but really what, you know, it's not so much what you got in return in that. It's what you gave away. Um, and, and what you gave away along the way. And I think the mm-hmm. biggest mistake, especially if Vegas gets into the playoffs, I think the biggest mistake that they'll look back on when the season's done, because I fully don't expect them to make a pass the first round because a, this team has had huge injury problems all season long. B you've had to put guys on LTIR on and off all season where you really don't have any chemistry going Mm-mm. because of those two factory two factors and so you expect this team to go into the playoffs and just automatically turn it on you know as much as i like to say that about my lightning uh who i am very critical of hockey doesn't work like that i mean Mm -hmm. you could have the best players on the ice i mean we see it in the all-star game all the time uh just you know how off base those those guys are but really what it comes down to is with the mistakes with this vegas team is trading away mark andre Fleury. you know i 
I like Robin Leonard. I think he's a fantastic goaltender. Is he a starter on a lot of teams in this league? Absolutely. But is he a playoff goaltender that's going to take it to a cup? Absolutely not. And Mm -hmm. you had that with someone who's already proven that on on two franchises. Uh, They're in Vegas, their inaugural year, and then in Pittsburgh. So I, I don't understand that. Like you, your team was already good enough then. Why get greedy? And and that's really, I think, was going to be the moral of the story. And we might see that kind of that 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 franchise philosophy shift after this year. That you know maybe let's not shake things up. Let let's let's settle down. You know, Mike Rupp said on the Jeff Merrick show the other day. Maybe that's what Vegas needs is to kind of give it a year or so to let things calm down. And you know, yeah. this isn't this isn't baseball or basketball where you could just trade guys willy nilly. No, and I and I think it's a deterrent for some some free agents. I, I don't know, yeah. you know, I don't know what it doesn't look like they're gonna have much to spend on free agency anyway, yeah, this coming offseason. But you know, let's just say that it's a normal offseason and you know, free agents are signing. Who who really is gonna look at Vegas and say, okay, I'm gonna sign a four or five year deal, which is really a year-to-year deal. The way that yeah. they ship people in and out with just reckless abandon. It, it, they're, they're like the New England Patriots of, of yeah. hockey. Like you, you don't feel good about being on that roster because you could get shipped out at any moment. And yeah. not even because you're playing bad, just because they overspend, they don't really think things through. And 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 that's you know, a player like that of, of who's someone who signs is the person who gets shipped out at the end. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to go there because of that. Yeah, and, and really all, all that does is foster an environment where <laughs> a player or a player that's already there or a player that's coming in. The mindset is really, I got to help this team win a cup or, and, and be dominant during the regular season, or I might not be here in six months. And yeah. how, it, how do you, how do you have long-term success like that? Mm-hmm. I, I've never heard of any sports franchise, uh, even the Patriots. I mean, they, they had a, a good core there, uh, not to, not to get into too much football, but I mean, they had, they had a good core there. Any, any good team that makes a lot of moves that is consistently in the championship talks every season in any sport always has like a core there. You really don't have that core there except for maybe a couple of guys, I mean, but in hockey, it doesn't take two or three guys. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it, it, I'm so conflicted on one end. I want them to get that last wild card spot. So be you careful know, what you ask for, we, man. We, we can. Oh, I, I don't even care. I'm throwing this out into the <laughs> into the universe. And I was and crazy. It, I was crazy for calling out Toronto. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> um, but I am. I'm like conflicted on if I want the Abs to to be the ones to knock them out, or if they just miss entirely. And uh, you know, either way would be, be would be great for me. But yeah. I kind of just want them to miss out and just have some humility and just know what it's like to to you know think that you have everything lined up yeah. and then just fall. Um, so I don't know. So I mean, just to wrap up the 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 West, um, you know, Colorado has the number one spot locked up. You have Minnesota who's playing very well. You have St. Louis who's playing fantastic right now. And that's a team you got to worry about. It's like, okay, that's a team who's coming into the postseason one of the hottest teams. So look out for them. You have Calgary um, who has uh, the, I think they've locked. Yeah. They've they've locked. They've locked up. They've locked up number one. I know they have a playoff spot, but Edmonton can't catch them right now. And then Edmonton is second at 96. They, you know, they should be clinching probably very soon. Yeah. And then like we said, Los Angeles at three right now, but Nashville, Dallas in the wildcard spots with Vegas and Vancouver, on the outside looking in. So still a lot to determine 
on the west side and maybe you know this time next week when we're recording we'll have it a little bit more fleshed out all right um let's hear from shady rays and then we will get into the eastern conference so shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 a $200 pair of sunglasses for a fraction of the price that means polarized lenses well-constructed durable frames and premium high-end finishes also something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's Insane Protection Program, which Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what has happened to them. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Ray's. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That code is locked on for their best deal of the season, which is 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. They're good on Yelp. All right, uh, let's go to the East Coast. East is all set up in terms of playoff spots. But everything is X's. There's no Y's and there's no Z's yet <clears throat> next to any team names on the East Coast. Uh, things are very tight in the Metro. And that's, I mean, I am watching that uh, very closely. You have Carolina, who you just assumed was going to be that that number one team in the Metro, maybe in the in the East altogether. And the Rangers have have caught them. They are right there with them. I think they're they're probably going to win as we're recording this um so yeah it is not a done deal that carolina is your number one team out of the metropolitan division watch out for the rangers and you know pittsburgh's nine back so they're they're you know the number three seed but they're still a very streaky very good team yeah uh really has i think surprised all of us the rangers the way they've played the last couple weeks and they're not only winning but they're kicking the crap out of everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, they're winning 5-1 right now as we speak against the Islanders. I believe they scored just that amount of goals as well in their last game against the Winnipeg Jets, who, let's face it, not very much a, a good team. But um, Pittsburgh's one of those teams where I think it doesn't matter where they finish. I mean, we know we're in the NHL now in the playoffs. Uh, seedings really don't matter, especially to a team like this. Uh, Carolina is just one of those teams where um, I think they just ran out of steam. I mean, the way they were playing in the beginning of the season, it was the fact that they were just constantly neck and neck with Florida because Florida has played fantastic all season long as well. Like I'm talking probably only, only the kind of performance that you see consistently in, in NHL video games, uh, just <laughs> the way these two teams have played. And, and, you know, Florida's kind of kept up pace and was able to accumulate a lot of points and let the other teams, the Atlantic division beat up on themselves. But that Metro division, man, I mean, the Rangers just for what they have done this season, considering like, you know, two years ago, we were talking about a rebuild with them. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, I, I know there was a lot of change there the last couple of years, but tip your cap to, to not only to Jeff Corton, but even Chris Drury, who came in in kind of like a weird situation where it was either let's go for it or continue to build. And I mean, he went for it and look where they are now. I think, you know, that <laughs> from from that whole debacle in the offseason, <clears throat> um, 
to yeah bringing in chris drury people were like what are they doing yeah you know what i mean like they were trending in the right direction and look what's happened they've continued to trend in the right direction just with just somebody different kind of uh at the helm as far as the gm goes i think people thought you know when when they let those guys go it was they were going to take a, a step backwards yeah and uh they, they took a lot of a little bit i shouldn't say a lot a little bit of heat for their draft pick yeah. uh with with brendan offman <clears throat> who i really liked and yeah. he's been i can't remember what league he is in uh but he's tearing it up in that whatever league that he is playing in right now he's doing yeah. very well that like the Rangers, you got to give them credit because a lot of people were saying like they don't know what they're doing, and it seems like they do. So uh, they're right there. You know, they they would not surprise me. You know, just because of the standings, the way things are, if they do get that number one spot, and I don't know, man, like that that's a very good trio right there with Carolina, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh. Um, moving over to the Atlantic, <laughs> Florida's, you know, got it pretty much locked up um they're going for a president's trophy toronto uh playing well look at the point differential like you know you have for uh florida they're a plus 100 on the season plus 100 that's, in, that's insane that like, is that is and you know my my avalanche are a plus 86 and i'm thinking that's good and and you know wow 14 more goals than that so very <laughs> And number two is Toronto in that division at a plus 63. That's close to doubling up on them. That's, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Um, do you, do you think, I mean, the East <clears throat> being an avalanche fan and covering that team, you know, you're, you're looking and anything can happen in the playoffs, right? Anything can happen. But if you're, you're in, in, in the West, you're like, okay, it's probably going to be the avalanche or Calgary. You think those are the, those, two should meet in the Western conference finals. Yeah. And Florida is, you know, the best team in the East. They have a much more difficult road because the East is, you know, a lot more depth. Yeah. But do you think there is like, we always say like, is there a team that can be the beat the avalanche four times? And that's going to be a tough, tough thing to do. Yeah. Do you think the same for Florida? Do you think, I mean, cause Florida has a lot more teams to, to go through that are, that are much more competitive. Mm-hmm. But do you think this is this is like going to be you know a, a a race to Florida versus Colorado in the Stanley Cup final, or has Florida got their work cut out for them? Uh, I I think nothing is guaranteed in the Eastern Conference. I think we, yeah. it is we're just as likely to see Florida in the Stanley Cup final as we could possibly see Boston. Just the way that you know the the, the Stanley Cup playoffs uh-huh. go. I, I I think when you look at the East, it might be a little bit of a slightly more difficult uh, path just because you have teams that are grizzled playoff teams. You have uh, obviously the two ones that stand out are, are, uh, are Tampa and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, some of those, some of those guys from the Rangers have had playoff experience elsewhere, but really, and, and Pittsburgh's always there, right? Yeah. Pittsburgh's always there. And then you have Washington who let's not forget who won a cup a couple of years ago. And, and, you know, really it's just the Alex Ovechkin show out there. They're playing uh, so much better right now. I know they much are really, better. they are really playing uh, more as a team, which you know is a very is very concerning for opposing teams. But I, I just think that really what it comes down to, and you and I have had this conversation, and I've spoken about this significantly on my show in recent weeks, is that um, the game is played re- 
a lot more different in the playoffs. And, and, you know, there, there are teams and we've spoken about this with teams like the Islanders, you know, they're, they're built for the playoffs. Uh, we see with your avalanche, we see with the Panthers, we see at the hurricanes, those teams are clearly built for the regular season. But when we go to the playoffs and the games are 10 times more intense, can they make that jump? Can they make that transition and that kind of atmosphere? Uh, we saw it with Florida. They had, a, they had, they had a lot of fight in them against, my lightning last year, but uh, ultimately couldn't hang just because of, you know, the, the playoff atmosphere, the, the type of play. And that's really what's going to be. Can they go out there and sustain uh, 60 minutes of brutal hits and big time play and physical play for the most part and a defensive oriented play throughout that entire period for, for seven games. That's really what's going to determine whether or not these teams could get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I say, Washington, <clears throat> it, I was thinking, They'll get there just because there's such a gap. Yeah, they're, they're going to make a you know a clinch a spot because uh, you have the Islanders who are closest to them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you knew it was going to happen, but you're like, okay, that that's you know maybe a month ago you're like that's maybe like the weakest team in the East. Yeah, but they're playing much better now, <laughs> and it, yeah. it just it's it surprised me how well that they are playing. So it could be one of those things. Yeah, you know, and, where, and- where they will give Florida. A run. I'm not going to say it's going to go seven yeah. games. It still might go five or six, but every one of those games will probably be close. And you said it on the show perfectly a couple of weeks ago is that a team like this, um, they need to get this, this series over with quickly. Uh, even if maybe you don't think there's any danger of Washington winning the series, you don't want them winning game four if you're trying to sweep. You don't want them winning game five because all that does is build confidence and Washington's going to go out there and, and take it to you. And, and, you know, it, it's kind of like treading water. You yeah. know, the longer you do it, the, the more tired you're going to get. And then event, can you tread water for a couple of rounds? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if Florida could do that. You know, obviously maybe I might be a little biased just because maybe that's a team that I really don't know if I want the lightning to run into really at that point, Florida. Uh, yeah, uh, no, you know, Florida, you Florida's, yeah. Florida's had their number. Florida's had yeah. Tampa's number all year. But like I said, you know, the uh, then again, Tampa is winning three nothing over Toronto right now. So I might change my opinion by the end of the night. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, we're going to really see what these teams are made of. Uh, we could only speculate, obviously, but uh, I think Washington's as good of a first test as any for that 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 Florida team. Yeah. All right, let's hear from Bet Online and then uh, a couple of questions I want to throw your way, mainly about two teams in particular. So, betonline.net, number one source for all of your sports betting stats and info. Find all the latest sports developments, uh, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. It's betonline.net where the game starts. So two teams uh, that have kind of like a stigma attached to them. One is my team in the Colorado Avalanche, and the other one is the Toronto Maple Leafs. And when it comes to the playoffs, uh, until they prove otherwise, this will be the sticking point for these two teams. And it's, you know, the round that they just can't seem to get out of for Toronto. It's the first round. 
the very first round for Colorado. It's the second round, but knocked out of the second round for three, three years in a row. I know it's so difficult to, to predict. Um, yeah. I, I, what would, if, if they started right now, who would Toronto's matchup be? It'd be the lightning. It would be the lightning. Yeah. So I know this answer. <clears throat> uh, Wait, how? All right. Let's give us a little foreshadowing. Like, okay. How's, how's that series going to go, Mr. Adam Denker of Lockdown Lightning? You know, if, if we see, if we're going off solely tonight's performance, uh, like I stated, well, you that, can't do that, though, man. I, I mean, that, that's, that's <laughs> cheap. Well, you're going to, off just as. Just this, just, uh, just the first know. two periods of tonight's game. If the Lightning um, get a, a a win of four to nothing, I mean that just means well. It's to be, be four fair, to be yeah. fair, the Maple Leafs have to, to be fair. The Maple Leafs have beaten the Lightning uh, two times in their three meetings thus far this year. So okay, so um, so yeah, we're looking at this as a as as a three two potentially you know series uh, lead for the Maple Leafs in a if we're talking about this hypothetically okay. in a playoff series, but. If we see the Maple Leafs play the way they've played mostly throughout the entire year and we see the Lightning play the way we've seen them play tonight, which mm-hmm. this series will go six or seven. And then really what it comes down to is what version of Andre Vasilevsky are we going to get? Because yeah. I've spoken about it on my show extensively. Uh, he has looked completely fatigued over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, partially that has to do with just the amount of games he has played over the last two years, as well as just John Cooper kind of overplaying him, kind of getting a little bit overambitious. Uh, he loves to to run Vasilevsky out there. You know, if, if, if Cooper could, he'd play him 82 games. Um, and, and so really that's what it comes down to. Can Vasilevsky, uh, you know, weather the storm when you have Mitch Marner and, and and Tavares and especially Austin Matthews, who we also don't know what, what he's going to look like when he comes back. He's injured as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not he's not playing tonight. So really, we're, we're going to see that, you know, what what kind of game that's going to turn into because of those factors, as well as can the lightning weather the storm down low? Because we've seen it multiple times this entire year. The lightning have pretty much. Uh, relied on Vasilevsky to kind of win games for them, and they've they've been very susceptible to high danger chances in front. So really, that's what it comes down to uh, for that series. Uh, what do you think and, of and- of Toronto? Like, <clears throat> if they if they don't if they don't get out of the first round again, you're seeing some changes there. Uh, it, it's 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 unfairly <laughs> fairly or unfairly. It's yeah. probably going to happen, um, yeah. and you might see it at the head coach. I I, I don't. I don't think they'll switch GMs. I just feel like they 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 like they like him too much to really yeah. change it, you know. And he's just one of those yeah. young, like <clears throat> I, I I think that's where the move will come. Yeah, is in the head coach. But let's say they get out of the first round and lose in the second round. Um, you know, this is a team that Toronto isn't looking at it as we keep yeah. losing in the first round. So anything beyond that is a success. They're not looking at it like they're looking at it as like, no, we need to go win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So if they get out of the first round, does that save Keith or is that is he still gone because the main goal is winning a cup? I think that saves everybody because I think if they lose in the first round, I would 
pro- I'll go out on a leg and say that we'll see some major moves. And, and I think I've, I, I forgot where I heard the conversation had, but there are some Leafs fans uh, that are very frustrated with the way John Traveris has played. Uh, they, they feel oh, yeah. like he, he hasn't lived up to the, the leadership role that really you expected him to, to have up there. Um, you know, I've from, from some of the Leafs games that I've seen this year, uh, there there are games where you might not even realize that John Tavares is on the ice, uh, and he's the captain of that team. He is, and, and it was yeah. such a huge deal when he went there. It, it really turned the hockey world on its head because you really thought, with the way he played, uh, with, with the way the Islanders were when he was there, that they that he was going to be there for life. And clearly, that hasn't happened. So, I w- I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if they get eliminated in the first round this year, I think not only Sheldon Keefe goes, I th- think that you might see some big names possibly moved mainly John Traveris. Could be. Could yeah. be. It'll be something to see for sure. Because I, I don't. I, I feel like I said, I don't feel like Toronto is just like, okay, this year, uh, our goal is to get out of the first round. No team is going to say no. that. You know what I mean? No. Not, 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 no, not even the number eight seed is going to say that. Yeah. Um, but for Toronto, I mean, you need to win there. And yeah, and, and not just win in the regular season you need yeah. to make some runs you have to make some deep runs and they just haven't been able to do it yet same thing with my avalanche yeah you know i mean uh, they're, they're not <clears throat> you know heads aren't going to roll if they don't get out of the second round like they they are they they love their coach they just extended him like nothing's going to happen well but you are I, fair game now if, if you well i'll ask you i'll ask you the same question if if the avalanche get eliminated in the first round mm-hmm. uh who who are the heads to roll there because i would I have to imagine that's probably obviously that's going to become a big shock to everybody probably one of the biggest upsets since the lightning uh won the president's trophy and got knocked out by columbus in 2019 uh do you swept, think it's swept swept right? swept yes yeah swept can't, can't i mean that come part. on dude that was two cups ago uh <laughs> so <laughs> no i don't i don't think anybody the reason why nothing uh major is going to happen uh, you know, in the front office or behind the bench yeah. Um, is because, like I said, they, they love Jared Bednar and they've extended him. Joe Sackick is royalty. You know, yeah. he, he's not going to, he's not going anywhere. Even if the abs do win it all this year, next year's team is looking very different. There's yeah. a lot of unrestricted free agents. There's a lot of restricted free agents who you'll sign most of those obviously, but um, the team will look different no matter what. Yeah. So I think they will look at it as like, okay, you know, we had a really good team and we didn't get it done. And like how we're saying with Toronto, they're might bring in, make some deals, bring in some new people. That's going to happen for the avalanche anyway, because they have a lot yeah. of, they're going to have a lot of roster turnover with unrestricted leaving. And I think they'll just regroup and say like, all right, let's try it with a new batch of players. We have our core. Um, and let's, let's see if we can bring in some other free agents and that will get us over the hump. I don't know. Yeah, that, that'll be their mindset. But no, they're pretty. They're pretty solid with their um, front office and, and coaching staff for sure. Yep. So things to watch, though. Always, yeah. always fun. Always the game within the game. So, um, all right, everybody, that will wrap it up for this Thursday edition. Uh, follow Adam and I on our respective shows. Like I said, I host Locked On Avalanche. He hosts Locked On Lightning. And we will be back next week, and we'll kind of discuss the awards and where we are power ranking specific awards 
And I can't wait to talk about that Norris trophy. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week.